0: Richard, Sicily, 1922. I'm holiday. I'm Charity. I'm Christmas Day. Jingle bells, jingle
1: bells, jingle bells. Jingle. And now on with the opera. Let joy be unconfined. Let there be dancing in the
2: streets, drinking in the saloons, and necking in the parlor.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting and fun filled episode of Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs 2.0. We cover all crime. As always, I am the host, the great white snark, Scotty J. Seated across from me is the lovely and twisted Monica. Hi. I was waiting here. I was waiting for a moment. It's like I'm looking at the screen going, Did she hear it? it?" Oh, we have had a
0: I had to really build up for that You're Right.
1: One. Right. You, 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 it's your trademark, the uh, big burst he- high.
0: And then I was like, where did that one come from?
1: Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, th- those of you who haven't quite figured it out yet, we've had a busy week, true crime wise and everything, entertainment. And let's kick it off first um, with. Let's give our respects to Harry Belafonte Great musician Great activist Actor Uh, I think one of his last roles was in Black Klansman If those of you who haven't seen it It's a really great movie Um, The only black man on the Denver police squad Infiltrates the Klan With the help of his white Officers and at like a, a a Black Panther meeting, I think it is a uh, Harry Belafonte tells a story about a here's a true story of a um, young black man who was lynched.
0: Yeah, I forgot he was in Bobby. He wouldn't have much twenty. I mean, for at the acting world, right. but I forgot he was in Bobby. That was a good movie. Oh the yeah, Kennedy.
1: Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I, I actually. I, yeah, that was really good. So tonight, everyone, turn on Beetlejuice. And sing Come, Mr. Tallyman, Man, Tally Me Banana. Daylight come and we wanna go home. Oh, then also his song at the at the end when uh, they're reading the book on how to
2: coexist with the living and the dead. When she passes the science test and jump
0: in the line, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, jump in the line, right? Yeah, at jump at the in the line. End.
1: Yeah, when she uh, passes her science test. Yeah, and uh, they, yeah, uh, um, they. St- I still love the football players. I don't feel too good, Coach.
2: You <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <He> survived. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs>
0: I, oh, really God, wanna I, just, I really want to watch it. I really want to buy listening- that
1: movie now.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, that's so bad because I was um, just yeah, this week I was listening to, I forget which one podcast on the Marshall University.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Plane crash with that. So.
1: I don't feel so good, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> and then um.
2: The the great Jerry Springer died,
0: and I was like, from like childhood, teenage,
1: yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: now, uh, Phil was actually at the taping of a Jerry Springer episode.
0: You sure he (laughs) seems more. if he
1: was well like, he went up with yes, some friends right. and i i was like where
2: do they film it? Was it uh, they, they filmed it film?
1: in downtown chicago yeah, i okay. want to say the tribune building no wherever and wherever nbc5 studios were in downtown chicago they filmed there yeah. before they moved to connecticut Like in the later years before he went off, they moved to like Stanford, Connecticut, or something.
2: Uh,
0: Stanford, Connecticut,
1: right from the office. You know, everywhere at the trailer parks around America, flags are half-mast for Jerry
2: Springer. Yep,
0: (laughs) I guess that's good. And then the true crime.
1: Right. We had um this week the lady who big ones. Uh the lady who um basically got Can we in use the
0: term loosely. Lady Yeah,
1: uh-huh. Well, yes, we're using the term loosely. Yeah, yeah she probably was too. Um the, no. the, re- the responsible party for Emmett Till being murdered.
2: How's that? That's good. Okay. The the, the respon the, the woman responsible for
1: Emmett Till's murder, I, I her name's escaping me right now. Carolyn was, Bryant. Yeah, she, she died. Of course, years we do I, I do plan on
0: yeah,
1: um covering easy. Emmett Till. I just gotta get caught up on a few things, but um the the movie Till, I got a copy, came out a couple months ago. Um basically okay. what? I want to see that one too. That's a good it, it's really good. I watched it one night. Had myself a little bowl of popcorn and a coke and sat in my room and watched a movie. But I mean, for those of you that are familiar with the story, she's the one that told the men that uh he hit on her or whistled at her, which prompted the men to go lynch and kill well. Basically, caused the men to, to to kill Emmett Till. Sorry about that. Oh, that was Stewie. I thought it was my mom's yeah. dog for a moment.
0: Well, he's in good company. Oh, okay, except for that. Yeah, Brendan was being interviewed, and his dog was barking at <laughs> during podcast. And then anybody else this week? Yeah, and then um, Ann Purry. Or shall I say Juliet Home home from New Zealand, the Okay. AKA Ann Purry, Japan okay. writer. The um let me bring that up because I don't like um, here. Yeah, she was um the case that she was involved with was became the Peter Jackson movie in '94, the Heavenly Creatures. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Pauline Parker murdered the Pauline Parker's mom, the Honora Reaper, with the um the with the, yeah. the brick I think in the stocking, and very good movie. But then that's when actually when they figured out that Ann Perry was actually the Julie at home. Okay. Yes, yeah, she, you know, changed her name and became a. Mystery writer.
1: Well, best way to do it. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, Melanie Linsky plays the daughter of the murder victim. So, yeah, I was like, that's a
2: two big ones. Right. This week.
1: I know my lat. well, back in 18 when Amanda and I took uh, Charlotte and Alex to D.C., at, I think it's still there, but at the the Museum of American or African American Cultures and Studies, they had mm-hmm. Emmett Till's casket on display. Oh, yeah. But it was like an hour wait to, just to see it. And it was a huge line. So, yeah,
0: because I think, and that one you need time tickets too, because for the Air and Space Museum,
1: Oh, it's it time, time, time tickets. Yeah, now. yeah, you
0: Yeah, we had to anymore. get
1: time tickets. Um, Amanda got lucky. She woke up early that morning, and we were going to that. We were going to DC. She woke yeah. up early and got, and they had released a bunch of tickets at like six in the morning. So she got us tickets uh, to okay. go in. Yeah, because
0: like the American History Museum, you don't need the um, no time
1: tickets. I love yeah, that but- museum. Yeah, I love, I love the love the American history. I love Ford's Theater.
0: Um Ford's yeah, Theater
2: this. I'll sh- oh, maybe yeah, next so we
0: time.
2: We did the, the cathedral, which
0: was right. A bust, except the same Woodrow Wilson, and yeah, I guess area it. where Helen Keller is in, and Matthew Shepard too, which is another um, horrible case.
1: I'm just running Helen killer jokes through my head right now.
2: Yeah, so. yeah. We we're we're not going to cover those. No,
1: and no, but, but um. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it was just a pull, lot pull of- my pull my thoughts back together here. Yeah, yeah. There was just a lot going but, on this week. It, on it was week. a. Yeah, last week in April, and it was just like, "Hi, how would you like to have a terrible death week?"
0: Good. Well, April. I forget where I read too, but yeah, it's always kind of been like a bad week. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Hello, wake out. Yeah. In Oklahoma City, of yeah. course, but like Columbine. Yeah. Was in April. Um. That's
1: something I should look it's for when
0: Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah. April. Yeah, it's
1: just. Yeah, my son wants and to go. I
0: guess we could far back Lincoln. Yeah, well, nice actually, he,
1: actually, Lincoln was uh, on Good Friday, April 14th. Yeah,
0: but, but in April.
1: Right, but this week yeah, was so. also the. Um, uh, Booth's assa—well, you might as well say assassination. I mean, Boston Corbett. <laughs> one in a million shot there.
0: Yeah. I mean there's some like bad assassinations and some good assassinations. Right, but like, I mean if if you really yeah, want to get
1: a good look at how uh how I don't want to say it was an impossible shot.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But if you want to get a God good
0: told him to.
1: Right. <laughs> I swear he was reincarnated so. as my father, but anyway, um go to go to ford's theater and take the tour they'll let you go across the street to the the peterson home go in, go into the room go go in the elevator up to the uh, escape museum which is in the building next door to the peterson i think it's called the lincoln center i don't know and then towards the end of the tour they've got a like it's a small piece but it's a recreation of the barn and you look in through the door, and you can see a Booth statue there with the gun and the crutch. This is really—I've been wanting for years to get there and get the recording of what they're saying. From what um, Daugherty and Booth are saying back and forth to each other, and because he was in a tobacco barn, and the the sides were slatted or slated. Mm-hmm. With gaps so that you could cure or dry out the tobacco leaves,
2: and the U.S. Army decided, "Hey, we're going to set on a fire and flush them out." And Titanic, yeah, Titanic, oh. which yeah, was funny because so. a, a couple weeks ago, I know,
0: I'm some.
1: Right. Uh, during the anniversary of the Titanic, Alex and I were in a in a, um a hobby shop because I was looking for some models. And they had a Lego mm-hmm. Titanic kit, and I was like, "Oh uh, yeah, too soon, too soon."
0: Well, James has said he never wants to do it because it's like what, like ten thousand or something? It's like
1: some insane. Oh god, the the official, the huge Titanic. I I went into the Lego. Yeah,
0: store. then you're gonna need some place to put it. But
1: yeah. So. Well, I went into the Lego store when Alex and I saw it. And I asked if, I asked the lady there if they had a before and after kit for the Titanic, and she just she just kind of like looked at me like, "Huh? I'm like you fucking kids? They're like
0: never, you yeah, uh-huh. yeah." You, you, you and then they look at you like you're all weird. It's like no, you're actually, yeah. yeah like they completely like, missed a joke. Someone, yeah, uh huh.
1: Okay, yeah. folks. Okay. We are going to get back into David Crush and the Branch Davidians. Now, last week, we we gave you David's origin. Vernon Wayne Howell becomes David Crush, and now David's got Mount Carmel. So, what happens now? When he came to claim Mount Carmel, David Crush roughly had sixty people join him from the Palestine camp. That oh man. I don't want to even see what that camp was like. Yeah. Like like a bad
0: Woodstock thing or something going on, you know. Actually they show it in well, I mean of course it's you know the mock up or whatever. In the Waco aftermath. Yeah, I gotta um, watch the Shelly. new episode. The third one? Because they've had the yeah. watch the third one today. I gotta to watch shoot. it. i was I was. like
1: I was going to watch it before we started, but I turned on Beavis and Butthead.
2: Oh, of course.
1: Hey. Hey, those two dumbasses got their own apartment destroyed, so... Oh,
0: I know. I got to watch, but it's...
1: Yeah, I got to watch part... I got to watch the third episode. I'll I'll probably do it when we're done tonight.
0: Anybody has Showtime or, like, Hulu, and they can do the... Like, seven... but like the three months for discounted yeah definitely do it, it is oh
1: it, it's good
0: best like michael shannon series.
1: is michael shannon is great another thing he was good in yeah, was uh, way- george and tammy mm-hmm.
0: and then we played all of this with next but we were, we're getting off again but right but so i mean he he was he was a yeah, great it's just, george jones the show is just it, it's great it's excellent so I can,
1: so. <laughs> now the conditions at mount carmel were far from luxury those who remained used the living conditions to see who was meant to be there and who wasn't worthy of hearing david teach people came and went as long as david was there at mount carmel koresh was one who came and went often leaving to go on recruiting trips to la when he was at mount carmel he led the evening bible studies as david spoke many felt that they were receiving the word of god from someone who had been touched by the lord uh can you point on a doll where the lord touched you
2: uh,
1: i've been working on that one for a while
0: you wrote it that way just so
1: you could... <laughs> I probably did yeah. subconscious, subconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> i was type in this Monday and Tuesday. so. Now, the Bible studies weren't just for listening because David would often encourage debate among his listeners. He liked to start with the book of Revelations and then link it to different passages in the Bible. God, he sounds so much like my dad. This is this is why I'm having a little bit of a problem with this one because I can see so many parallels between these two. And throwing a little Manson and
2: you got my dad, not Jim Jones because he you know he wasn't that good. The studies on the seven seals were the
1: the important lessons here, kids. Those who lived there felt that David was the one to open the seals and lead them against the forces of Babylon. Which came to represent the US government. And that's exactly and I, I should have put this in, but now that I'm remembering it, this is also what Teed felt that the outside the, the first crush that the outside world was Babylon. And that he was, you know, he was gonna lead he was gonna lead his people into a fight against the forces of Babylon. But as we all know, he died. And was placed in a zinc bathtub for five days. As they waited for him to resurrect. And he decomposed. Now the U.S. government. uh, Which would kill the followers. And they would return to smite the wicked. But some people began to question some of David's actions. When he was questioned. He would just. Oh my God. This is my dad all over. He would just use a Bible passage to justify his actions. The Seventh day Adventist had a deep belief in prophets, which led many to believe that David was the final prophet. As David took over, he made new rules and struck down rules made by his predecessors. In 1986, Koresh revealed that he received a vision from the Lord.
2: Now, the Lord told him he had to take multiple wives, as all religious leaders do. Um, Charles Manson, Jim Jones, Warren
0: Jeffs. Well, like Charles Manson wasn't really. Well, he he wasn't take wives out of That part, no. He he just everybody needs to
1: do everybody basically. Yeah, everyone needs to get high and have sex with each other. Yeah. But Jim Jones did it. I mean, he, he made the proclamation that only he could have sex within. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People's that was temple. the difference.
0: Yeah.
1: And then Warren Jeffs had
0: multiple wives. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's why Manson doesn't exactly fit in with. Some as young as 10, or so we've heard. Yeah. Uh
2: huh.
1: Now, Rachel, remember Rachel, his wife, his underaged wife that gave birth to Cyrus? She thought that this was wrong, but she relented when re- she received a vision from the Lord saying Um Rachel, I said it was okay he could do this, so be a good girl. Or, or the Lord could have sounded like hell was hey Rachel, pray to mama. I told Cora she could do this.
0: So- I thought you wanted bed, <laughs> and he was like probably whispering in her ear when she was asleep. Or oh something.
1: God, they, yeah, like um, uh, like Lo- they thought Lois did to him.
0: Yeah, I bet the, the same thing. Saying that, that's like, oh God, said to me, it's like, yeah,
2: no.
1: It, it reminds me of the
2: Flintstones episode where they did that. Yeah, you're giving it's me that one. Oh, I
1: I I love the Flintstones. I it was an episode yeah, where um, when uh Wilma Wilma and Betty were whispering stuff into Fred and Barney's ear while they slept.
2: But I, I can see your point okay.
1: that Koresh could have done it to
0: Rachel. Yeah. I mean, like all of a sudden she's like against it and then, oh then, right. and then the next day is oh, like, okay. oh it's okay. I can
1: see that. Mm-hmm. I could honestly see that. You bring up a good point there. Thank you. Now, these women who were selected were chosen by God for the honor of being the wife of the Lamb. When these women got pregnant, Chris said he was fulfilling his heavenly mandate to spread his seed. You know, to go forth and multiply a bit there in Exodus. Or Genesis. Even, I didn't pay attention. So now to throw off the authorities, he would arrange sham marriages with his wives and other followers. They had to perform all the wifely duties for their, and we're putting this in there, quote, husbands, you know, cook, clean, whatever. Except they could have sex with Koresh and the other guys just sat there in the corner and cried. By 1993, it was reported that he had at least half a dozen wives in the Laverne, California compound.
0: Some women eventually retired of this and left Mount Carmel, taking the children that they had with Koresh.
1: And we call those the lucky ones.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> so true. As this happened, David had another vision from God saying all the wives in the compound were his, and he was the only person to have sex with them. He called this his new light. When he started having children with other women, it was widely accepted that his children were to be treated differently than the others. Well, yeah, they're the children of God. Well, yeah. Koresh preached that they were not his kids, just old souls from heaven returning in a new body. (laughs) Some people were not on board with the new light announcement and began to leave. One who left was
1: longtime follower Mark Brault. I'm laughing because I can just picture someone looking at one of these babies going, Grandma, is that you in there? (laughs) Give me a sign, Grandma.
0: Mark was from Australia and could not leave immediately since his wife was still in Melbourne recruiting. During a conversation, Mark began to express his doubts about Koresh and his wife, lucky for him, agreed. (laughs) She began to secretly send the money so he could come to Australia. When Crush announced he was going to LA, Mark went with him. Once in LA, Mark slipped away and flew back to Australia. Once Mark arrived back in Australia, he began to form a breakaway group for people who were not on board with Crush's new roles. Crush was upset by this and claimed he was physically sick by Mark's departure. When Mark He accepted. Mark was just a former leader. When things became heated, the police were called, but Kresh slipped away and flew back to America. The Branch Davidians began to lose faith in Kresh and began to follow Mark. But Mark was not done with David. Robin Buns was one of David's followers in Los Angeles. Robin did not agree to the New Light announcement and did not want to become a part of a harem. She had a son with Crush and announced she was leaving him. She took the child and went to Texas. Robin began to talk with Mark and she told the police that her child was taken to Texas without her permission. The Laverne police called McLennell County Sheriff's Department, who went out to the Mount Carmel compound. Crush gave the child up without a fight, amazingly. Once her child was returned, Robin began began to help Mark to take down Koresh.
1: Right. The, you know, most times when police show up to to get a child that had been taken, there's usually a fight involved. I should know I was involved in one.
0: And especially considering who the father was, too, with that. You know, oh, yeah.
1: So. Right. Well, I mean, I, I never did that with my kids, but I was on the, the receiving end of a parental kidnapping twice. So I know the feeling. Now, from Australia, Mark called the u s Department of Immigration reporting that several branch Davidians had stayed beyond their visa limits. uh-oh so what did the Branch so what did Crush do? Well, once again, he arranged sham marriages for those being investigated well it's, it's it's you know people we we've seen it in television shows you know your visa's expired. you want to stay in the country what do you do? You get married to somebody. Now Koresh, with this, felt that the forces of Babylon were beginning to watch him. Well, Mark wasn't done. He contacted the Australian version of the TV show A Current Affair. Y'all remember that one with uh, Bill O'Reilly? Now it's what Deborah Norville? Yeah, I think she's still hosting. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: wasn't on um, that on um, like it was a Current Affair, I think, right on yeah. um, Dumb and Dumber. It was a hard. I, I think it was a current affair. It might might have been hard
1: copy or or a current affair.
0: I'll check. You, you continue. To check.
1: Now I know there's a really great video of uh, Bill O'Reilly um, going off on one of his uh, interns or producers or something. So if you can find that on YouTube, watch it. It's hilarious. Now he contacted Current Affair about Koresh having sex with multiple women. Some you know some are minors here since outrageous sex scandals sex scandals sell they sent the crew to mount carmel to film it not not the sex just did interview you know david crush while many of the followers wasn't happy about this david felt that the show would show them in a positive life right sorry the coverage which which was originally shown in australia was an hour of lewd sex, mistreatment of children, and unsanitary living conditions. <laughs> Great PR, buddy. After this aired, recruiting was no longer an option in Australia. <laughs> and the same thing says we don't want to be a part of an American cult.
0: It was um, a current affair in Dumb and Dumber. Okay. But I would also love to get able to see. I th- yeah, the show from about Koresh. on. The, I want too. I think to it might that. be on Somewhere. a. I, I think fed, it might
1: be on YouTube. That's missing. I think, I think it might be on YouTube. Yeah, later because that would be right. so awesome to
0: see.
1: Now Passover was a huge event at Mount Carmel since you know the, they followed the uh, Judeo or Judaism holidays. With members from all over the world attending, the population at Mount Carmel could double or triple during Passover. In April of 1992, a reporter came into the Waco Waco Tribune-Herald that the Branch Davidians were planning, guess what folks, a mass suicide. A reporter following up on the tip talked to Koresh who disavowed the report. Passover celebration went went off without a problem. Once Passover was done, Koresh felt that Babylon was beginning to close in. While some people had jobs outside of Mount Carmel, it did take a lot of money to keep them going. One of the first money-making ideas was based on Koresh's ability to fix cars. A few miles away from the compound, Koresh opened an auto repair garage. The men could perform simple repairs and sell fixed-up vehicles. Nothing wrong with that. I'm um, well. I'm not sure there where you are in Jersey, but I know around here there's a lot of places that do that.
0: I don't
1: think so. Not around here. Well, no. You're in a, you're in a um, a tourist seasonal place that you don't want to see. Yeah,
0: but I you mean, know, like place. off the island. Oh, really We're well, close to being off the island well, a lot.
1: But well, it is Jersey. I'm sure somewhere there's someone selling fixed up cars. And oh gonna, yeah, and we're gonna put air quotes around "fixed up."
0: Yes, exactly. That's why we go back to Pennsylvania for the. <laughs> Yo, uh, going to here for the money.
1: While this was a good start, they still needed money. David Thibodeau, who was Koresh's drummer and follower, knew a woman who knew a
0: licensed gun dealer. Thibodeau, well Thibodeau. Thibodeau okay you did watch this miniseries right the first one yeah I did I I've seen, I'm I'm picturing him in the later
1: ones that I watched where he's not the, the thin yeah. little man
2: a, him.
0: He, who played him I think it was, it was either like Rory now it was either Rory or Karen I think it was Karen played him but but yeah Thibodeau that's how I would whenever I see that I always like think of him now but. Now,
1: Koresh thought it'd be a good moneymaker to buy guns, fix them up, and resell them. Through this woman, they were introduced to Henry McMahon. He showed them how to fix guns and how to sell them. Soon, Branch Davidians began selling refurbished guns at Texas gun shows held around Waco and Austin because, what the hell, it's Texas. They they give a gun to a newborn, you know?
2: Texans out there, I'm only joking. You wait until they're in kindergarten to teach them gun safety.
1: I hope. The Davidians then branched out into custom-made hunting vests, which had deep pockets for hand grenades, selling MREs,
2: which were a must for militia groups that were suddenly appearing. Right, I was looking up
0: the. Right. It was worry. So okay. It was right into that. So it was just bugging me, but a new administration was coming into the White House. Who was it?
1: It was Bill Clinton, and, and the, the, <laughs> right before we turned on the mics, we were talking about this, and, and this is this is kind of hitting me because this was the exact time that my father. Had gotten picked up by the Secret Service and was put in the Virginia mental institution for Clinton's first 100 days. So this this was
0: all going down
1: right at the start of Clinton's presidency.
0: Yeah, so I'm surprised you even like knew this was even going on at the time too. You know,
2: I was with, with so much going on back in '92. Um. I, I just don't remember. Oh. I,
0: so that's I, I don't why remember we, a
1: lot of
2: it.
0: Yes, yeah, so this is why when we were talking about covering Crash, you're like, "Who's that?" Right? I, it's like I said, I had so much going oh. on back then. Yeah. Not that you, oh, I just like gave you a joke and.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Reminds me of the Lego store. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I, Yeah, Yeah. we'll just leave it inside joke. So, okay, he was Clinton was coming into the White House, and with it, a scare about new gun laws. Oh no. Oh no. mm -hmm, Because that Mm. all worked out so well. But anyway, the rumor going around was that the president elect Clinton would pass a bill that would make it illegal to own fully automatic weapons. McMahon talked to Crush about this in 1992, and he taught the Branch Davidians how to convert semi-automatic to fully automatic weapons. While the Branch Davidians continued to make money doing this, Crush began to stockpile weapons. Part of the New Light teachings was for Crush to father 24 children. (laughs) To accomplish this, he had to take on multiple wives, although some of the girls were, of course, underaged. While some members of the Branch Davidians overlooked this, since he was their prophet, others were not comfortable with this, with this and they left. Those who later survived would say that they believed that Kresh was just fulfilling some desires he had, which is, yes. Well, I mean, it, yeah. I know. This was something that Mark Burrell would use in his plot against Kresh. In February of 1992, Child Protection Services was called on the Branch Davidians. While the caller was concerned with the living conditions, they felt that the use of corporal punishment against the children was excessive. The CPS agent assigned to the case had gone up to Mel Carmel, but she felt that the answers were rehearsed. Probably. When questioning one child, he kept looking around, expecting someone to walk in on them. Even Koresh's answer seemed rehearsed to the agent. While they could not prove anything, the case was closed. Babylon was getting closer. Dun dun dun. With the false report about the Passover mass suicide, the FBI began to investigate the branch Davidians. For the FBI, there came a tip from Michigan Representative Donald Regal. The tip, he said, came from a constituent who believed there was a Jim Jones-type cult in Waco planning a mass suicide. The report also mentioned weapons being stockpiled in the compound. The FBI found out that the ATF had also begun their own investigation into the Branch Davidians. With these two federal agencies beginning to look into the Branch Davidians, Koresh felt the end times was getting closer.
1: Okay, so while I did, I was piecing this together. When all this was going down in 92, I was still in Greece at the time. It was in... Not the the musical, right? Right, right, the country. I I was on the island of Crete when all this was going down. I came home Thanksgiving of 1992. So it would have been 93 when the when the siege was going down. Yeah. huh. That the old man got pinched by the Secret Service.
0: I was in seventh grade.
1: I was nineteen.
0: I was twelve.
1: No. Ninety three I was twenty. Yeah, I was I was twenty
0: and I yeah. I was twelve give me the
1: big like uh-huh <laughs> right but yeah i i was i uh, while you were going over that part i, I was peace sent together i'm like well, wait 92 i was i was on the island of crete i came home for good november of that year so that when everything went down in 93 i was home i think i was watching jerry springer <laughs> <laughs> when they broke in and <laughs> A little
0: bit foreshadowing there right <laughs>
1: you're right you know i i think i was watching jerry springer or i was watching something when the news cut in that you know the compound was on fire 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 yeah
0: that's what i said before i was on the film with one of my friends like and my mom came running down the basement saying that yeah the compound was on fire because I remember yeah, thinking, yeah. like, how much longer can this last, too? Like, I oh. also slash, how's it going to end? Because mm. I knew it was, like, you know, like, historic in a way, right. too. So,
1: Oh, excuse me.
0: All right, folks, we're going to wrap up
1: David Crush here. Um Next week, we're um, not really I'm, wrapping up. All know. right. We're, we're going to finish part three. I think this is probably going to go five, but next week. We're definitely going to get into the investigations and probably up to the... Yeah, that's probably five piece. Yeah, yeah, five. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into the investigations, ATF, FBI. We'll probably take it up to the siege and wrap up with the siege. And what they should have done is get them big-ass speakers like you see at a concert and blast Barbara mm-hmm. Streisand.
0: Well, they did Nancy Sinatra.
1: Oh, God, no. No one's going to come running out for Nancy Sinatra. Put,
0: put, well, uh, like this is... What? this this? are you stressing? Obviously, man? nobody went out because nobody went out for her, so.
1: All right. Everyone's going, these boots are made for walking. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a good song, isn't it?
1: Uh-huh. Now, if you played, like, you know, Barbara Streisand, you know, I the first minute she, you know, queued up, I'd have been like, I'm I'm done. I'm done. No more. You're
2: like,
1: like <laughs> ninety two. Madonna was still writing her her she... I think they even did key Breaky Heart. Oh, I would have definitely ran out for Aiky Breaky Heart.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm not totally sure, but it's like around the time that they probably would have right.
1: I remember ro- I remember roller skating, yeah. to achy breaky heart. Yeah. And I would actually get off of the skating rink because I hated that song. <laughs> I hate it so much today that if I see Billy Ray Cyrus, I'm gonna take a baseball bat to his kneecaps.
2: <laughs> Don't sing the song. song. <laughs>
1: Although Weird Al did a parody called The Achy Breaky Song. yeah, yeah. Where, where it's like, don't play that song, that achy breaky song. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's the most annoying song I know. And if you play that song, that achy breaky song, I might blow up my radio.
0: Yeah. Amish Paradise.
2: Oh. oh, yeah. I was well, listening to it. The- Listening
1: to that earlier today, my sister took me to see Which him in one? concert, uh, Amish Paradise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, my sister yeah. and I it's saw so, Weird Al um, one year.
2: How so cool, yeah. With Christina.
1: But you oh. know where to find us, folks Spotify, yeah. Apple iTunes, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. I can't think right now uh we got the facebook page i haven't taken a look yet to see if anyone's anyone's uh giving us a review yet so i might do i might do that over the weekend
2: when i'm not busy working on scripts and
1: Day daydreaming about things that aren't happening right now. Yeah,
2: even watch watching. Who's the next one? Um, my money's on Carter. I know. That's what I really had thought he was.
1: No, he he's on hospice no, care. Like he's not there yet.
0: Because you know we always. I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he could hold off until, you know, this oh, season yeah. is over, so I'll have off and I'll be able to get down to Washington without an issue, since that's the new um, family tradition to go to the, you know, Lang and
2: State. You're right. I would actually, um, one day I'll,
1: I'll attend one of those.
2: But We're gonna wrap. Yeah, did Bush
0: with my mom and Ford with my parents, and so now, yeah, it's a thing now.
1: Right, all right, folks. For killers, cults, and nutjobs, I'm Scotty J. Say good
2: night, Monica. Oh,
0: good night, (laughs) Monica.
2: Okay, where?